Hey friends, Manny Bartolini, CEO and founder of Agency Miter here. Last week we talked about time management, and you remember we talked about trying to focus on things that are important and non-urgent. Well, I talked with a friend about it afterward, and he, asked, he was asking me, how do I do that? What are the things that I should do on, in order to be in that space? And so I realized that I could use my son Carter as an example of how to focus on things that are both important and non-urgent. And whether you're starting a business, as my son did, or if you're managing your current business, there are some things that you could do to make sure you're focusing on those things that matter long-term. So we're gonna take a pivot for a couple of weeks here, and we're gonna talk about how you can actually manage your business and mind your business uh, with some basic principles. So I'm here with Carter. Hey, Carter, how's it going? Good. How old are you and what grade are you going into? I'm 13 years old, about to be 14, and I'm going to be going into eighth grade this year. All right, cool. So I guess first, tell us what your business is. What do you do? I power wash people's driveways and patios. Cool, cool. So one of the things we're going to start by uh, teaching people is this idea of... Uh, assessing your business and how uh, you go about starting this business. So it starts with those four phases. You assess the situation, you figure out who you're trying to sell to, figure out what you're selling them, and then how you get them the message, okay? Okay. All right, cool. So let's start with the first one. So what was going on that made you want to start a business? I just had a lot of free time with not having school and everything. Why was that though? Because coronavirus. Yeah, so we're all kind of on lockdown, quarantine, couldn't go places. So what were people doing when they were on quarantine? Um, just staying at home, doing nothing, really. And they were kind of cleaning up. Most people I've heard are just organizing. And so they're probably, real. I assume they're realizing, wow, my driveway is dirtier compared to my neighbor's. I don't want to power wash it. And so I thought, well, what a great time to start a power washing business because everyone's at home and realizing, wow, my driveway is really dirty. That's great. That's a great observation. So um, I agree with that, actually. My, my driveway was gnarly until you came along. So who were the people that you thought would be the right consumers, right? the right people to, to market to? People who don't want to power wash their driveway. Yeah, like who would that be? Older people, older citizens, and just anyone who doesn't really feel like, or don't anyone who doesn't own a power washer. Would, would you, do you think that um, they would be more likely to be men or women? Do you think that there would be uh, kids in the house, no kids in the house? Tell me a little bit more about what you were kind of thinking at the time. I would assume it would be mostly women because women because. Men usually they probably would think, oh, I can power wash the driveway. We should just buy a power a cheap power washer and I'll power wash it. But then women are thinking, I want to have someone power wash my driveway. It will save me money, and I will probably never have to power wash my driveway again. I think that that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so then, you knew the situation: people staying home, driveways are dirty. They're spending more time there. They want a house to look good. 
you figured out some older people and maybe even some some women who don't want to have uh, a dirty driveway wanted this wanted somebody to do this service for them. So why did you decide? I guess what is it again that you're doing, and why did you decide that was the one thing to do? After we power washed our back patio, um, before we built an overhang in, we uh, I decided, wow, I really like doing this. It's fun and it's actually satisfying just cleaning the concrete and making turning it dirty to clean. And so that's how I really decided I want to do this. That's great. Yeah, no, I, and I, I, I know that feeling when you're actually cleaning off the, the dirt and it's starting to get really clear and you start to see the original cement, that does feel really good. All right, cool. So you knew what you wanted to do. You were having fun doing it. So then how did you get the word out about your new business, your new service? Um, I actually at first had my mom posting just for the first few weeks posting on just face on the this neighborhood Facebook page in our neighborhood. And so then once I got one person to for me to power wash, I asked them if they could post it somewhere. And then that's just every time I would ask them and I would get new customers. And so new people would find out about me and so it was just a chain. Got it. So you got a lot of you got a lot of referrals. So were the um, at the time did you realize that a lot of the people that you were trying to sell to, like some of the older people, some of those moms were involved. Did you know that they were on your mom's Facebook page already? Well, I don't think we really knew most of them. I think it was really just maybe two or three people that we actually knew, and I think it just the words or like. It spread my stuff or about me spread across people because you don't hear of many kids that are power washing as compared to just mowing lawns or dog walking. Yeah, that's true. That's good. That's a good point. All right. So how many months have you been doing your power washing? I've been doing it for maybe three to four months. Cool, cool. And if you had to guess, how much money do you think you've been able to earn by all of these power washing jobs? I don't really know because... Right when I get the money, most people would pay by check or just Venmo or PayPal. So I, I would just have my mom just put it into my savings account. And so it's hard, to, but an estimate would be over one, maybe one, 1,500. Wow, that's a lot of money. And that's just by going out and power washing in your local neighborhood, right? Yes. That's great. Cool. So we're going to use Carter's story to help you all who are trying to not start your own business learn the basics of how to go about starting a business. And that first framework of assess the situation, figure out who you're going after, figure out what you want to sell them, and figure out how to get it to them. Those four are the fundamentals of how you start a new business. So thank you, Carter, for taking time to talk with me. We'll be in touch again. We'll have you back here to talk some more about the details of what you put in place. Thank you. Thank you. That'll do it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe and share with a friend. And in the meantime, you can follow Agency Minder on LinkedIn or check us out at www.agencyminder.com. We're here to help you mind your business.